0: You guys, ready? It's going to be very exciting. Here we go. Yeah.
1: Hey, 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 hey.
0: All right, we get it. There we go. We got the the intro music.
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> we lost two viewers after those dance moves. The
2: whole internet cringed.
1: <laughs>
3: we lost two viewers. <laughs> well, welcome to the Ecclesia After Hours podcast. We are recording this live, uh, which is fun. So that's what we're referring to, um, because we are dancing to our intro. Which is making us
2: lose viewers.
3: <laughs> I don't know why. Josh is and dancing. listeners, and
2: <laughs> listeners, they didn't even see it, but they just turned out.
3: they heard that and they left. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Kenna, and I'm here with the crew. We've got Garrett. What's up, everyone? And Molly. Hello. And Josh. Hello there. And um, today we're going to continue in our series. We've been doing a series called Every Moment Holy, which has been so fun. We've been exploring the ways that um, our everyday lives and the things that we can do just cooped up at home or just kind of in this quarantine period, um, the ways that we can worship and recognize some of those everyday acts as holy moments um, with the Lord. And so it's been really cool. We've talked about how moving our bodies can be, Um, holy time, about how building routines can encourage um, more of this mindset. We've talked about how being um, cooped up with the people in your house, how cultivating those relationships in a healthy way um, is cultivating holiness. And today what we're going to talk a little bit about is about um, creativity, about how making something out of nothing and being creative with our time can actually be an act of worship. So I'm really excited To get into that with you guys,
0: let's do it. Let's do it. And also, if you have any questions, put them in the chat. We'll ask answer them at the end. Or if you want to disagree with us, mainly if you want to disagree. Where's Ben? (laughs)
3: Yeah, give us Ben (laughs) questions. Ben, where you at? Yeah. No, seriously, please put questions in the chat. It's so fun to make it more of a a conversation. That's what we always want with the podcast. And now we actually can now that we're doing it live. So that would be great if you do that. Um, Okay. So we're talking about creativity. So can you guys just kind of define creativity or, or define it as we're going to talk about it today? What do you guys think it means to be creative?
2: I think that's a good question. I think that, uh, I think for a long time I considered myself not to be creative, um, mainly because I can't draw or <laughs> like color yeah. inside the lines. Uh, but I think that my my view, and I think a lot of people's view of creative, like being creative, is is kind of more so being artistic. Uh, yeah. But I think that I've been learning that cre- creativity applies to um, to all of us in unique ways. I think that what it means to be creative is to just simply create like uh an abundance of things doesn't have to be artistic doesn't have to be uh typically beautiful quote unquote but just the act of creating something and and being able to create something and, and even to think creatively and think outside the box uh is to me being creative yeah totally
1: yeah, I would say a similar thing. I would, I, still don't really consider myself creative, but that's just because I associate that term with, um, like, artists, and I don't feel like I'm an artist. But I do think that I have the ability to be creative. It just takes a little bit more effort for me to figure out how I can do that, which I think we're going to kind of get a little bit more into in the rest of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think um, – Yeah, like to be creative is to be expressive, I think, is to, um, is to like put your hand to something, like to Mm. form and to make and to put energy into making something out of something else. And whether that's like making something out of nothing or, or building or, um, like, we, were, we talked earlier about, like, making a puzzle. Like, there's just this this putting energy into seeing a product um, or seeing, like, a result out of the work and the time and the energy that you're putting into something. I think that that is creativity, not just including, but not just the things that we often associate, like, painting or drawing or um, kind of the, the main arts that we talk about a lot, so.
0: Yeah, I mean... I feel like when you're able to see when I think of someone as creative, I think when people s- who are able to do something or see something that other people couldn't have seen or won't see or have some sort of block in seeing it, and then just apply that to anywhere really, whether that's woodworking systems, theory, theology, like it's just, is there some sort of block that's there that we couldn't get around, you know, like that's what I think of when I think of, of, of creativity. That's
3: good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was you Garrett that I've heard say before years ago, or just talk about, uh, talk about it this way, that to be creative is to take raw materials and make them into something else, into something beautiful yeah. or useful or whatever it is. And so um, like Garrett, I think once again, I think it was you. You had talked about it before, even like building a family is a creative act, like to put, um, you know, rules and guidelines and practices and things around like just this group of people to create a cohesive family. Like that's creative. And we wouldn't necessarily think of it like that unless we have these conversations. And so, Um, Over the past few years, I feel like my idea of creativity has really changed because like how Josh and Molly were saying, kind of same, you almost think of it as like artistic or um, imaginative and um, I'm not great at. Imagining things I always say that like when people are renovating their house or something and they're like, oh, and this is go- It's gonna look like this. and This is gonna be here. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll look great I've, I I c- literally can't imagine it <laughs> so I'll come back when it's done. I don't I can't imagine it, but um, I think it's also creative to like Read a recipe and then to like take each of those ingredients and like make dinner and I am good at that and that's a creative act too um so I feel like my idea of creativity has really expanded over the last few years.
0: Right. Totally. I think it's fun. Yeah.
3: Oh, I'm getting, I'm reading all the people's comments that are joining. I know, it's fun. It's, it's fun just... to do it live, but it's a different, it's a little bit of a different rhythm. Yes. <laughs> um. So like how I feel like we're all kind of saying like, we have not necessarily always felt creative, or like Molly, you were saying, sometimes you still don't. Um, Same here. And I think especially kind of the cultural moment that we're in that has used taken this word creative and made it into like, a noun of like, a creative can do this or that. And I think sometimes that makes it even harder, even more difficult to associate yourself with creativity. But what we're talking a little bit about today is about how God is creator and we have God's fingerprint in us. And so how would you guys encourage people who don't feel creative to use their God-given creativity to worship?
1: I think the first thought as you asked that question that comes into my mind is as someone who's very like focused on a product and performance, like that comes very naturally to me, like want to create something that is like really good I think for me being creative comes when I kind of take a step back and don't focus on that as the result like that there is that the the ability to worship in being creative isn't about how good of a thing I can produce Mm. but it's about the process and the the creativity that I can can like live out rather than look at this perfect thing that I made I think that's sometimes what stops me from even trying to be creative because I know it's not going to be as good as someone else. Or I know that that's not like my strength for a certain thing. And so I'm like, well, what's the point if I can't make this really incredible thing? And so I think for me, it's just remembering like it it doesn't matter what I create. It's more about worshiping through the process and celebrating in that than necessarily creating something that, other people will look
2: at and think it's
0: beautiful.
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think for those who don't feel creative, I think that I definitely identify with you more. Uh, I think that something that I've been practicing to learn and to recognize my my own creativity is one, to recognize that we are are all actually creative, that we were designed with creativity Mm -hmm. in us, that that is actually part of our gifting and our identity and that it comes out, in a variety variety of different ways, but I think that I'd I'd first encourage you in that like you are uniquely you, and no one will ever be you, mm-hmm. uh, and and no one ever can be you. And so, what you bring to the table, like you you are a manifestation of God's divine creativity.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and so, what you bring to the table is something no one else in all of history can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um and there's something special about that. And so I think that recognizing that you are uniquely creative and just being who you are uh, is special. And I think along with, with what Molly said, I would also uh, recognize and deliberately choose to see the ways that God's creativity is manifested in you. Like uh, how do you think differently? Like how do you, uh, how do you think in ways that is just outside the box? Like kind of what Garrett said is, how are how do you point out things that s- others don't see, um, and and know that that's that, that is something special and and beautiful in and of itself. And so, I'd also say, uh, you're more capable of being creative than you think you are. So like, if there's something that you want to try or do, like. Like for example, I'm, I'm learning guitar right now and it's something that like, that feels like a more typical creative act to me, but I've always wanted to do it. And I think for a long time, I just believed, Oh, I'm not musical, mm-hmm. but it's like, no, that's not true. I just haven't. Okay. Mm-hmm. T- I haven't tried I haven't done music mm-hmm. before. And so I think for others too, is, is you can explore your own creativity and explore the things you are good at freely, uh, without any pressure and just kind of see what do you like and what don't you like. And, and, and I think that those are cool ways to worship God in your creativity, uh, and, and with who you are. And, and, to, I think kind of, like we said last week on the podcast, um, that, that you being, um, fully yourself is a way of worshiping God. Uh, and, and if you don't use what God has given to you, it's kind of like what we talked about with, uh, you're not utilizing the gift, meaning you're not really you're not really actually worshiping with that gift. Right. You're just putting it to the side. Um, so I think in a similar sense, just using what God has given you as a way to worship.
0: And I would also say being able to recognize that you are presently being creative. Like you are, we all, like, We all are trying to figure out how to live in a situation that no one has, at least in our modern era with our modern trappings, has ever had to figure out. So you just getting up and existing every day kind of flies in the face of the fact that you're not creative because you're figuring out a way to exist and to be, and you might be like floundering in it, and that's okay, but you're still trying. like You still are actively being creative in the midst uh, in the midst of this. So mm-hmm. just recognizing that you, you just already are being that way, I feel like mm-hmm. is super helpful.
3: Yeah, I feel like that's a good point, Garrett. And it kind of leads me to another question because I feel like we all, like whether you identify as a Christian or not, everybody wakes up and does creative things every day, a creative act every day, whether it's like you get up and you... Um, makeup on or you get up and you make breakfast or you get up and you solve the problem of your car didn't start and so you have to creatively figure out how to get to work or whatever it is like we are creative all the time um but the series that we're in and what we're talking about today is creativity as an act of worship creativity um as a means of cultivating moments of holiness Um, all throughout life, but especially right now, what we're talking about is like in this quarantine where we can't be necessarily creative in the ways that we typically would um, or do many of the things that we typically would. How do we, what can we do Um, just in like our solitary moments, in our confined moments, how does creativity become worship or become holiness as opposed to just a means of getting something
0: done. Hmm. Right. I think, I mean, I think we talked a little bit about this way, but I was, I've been thinking about it since we talked about it last week. And the way I thought about it was we, we oftentimes assume that worship happens through singing, right? Like that's what we most traditionally come up with when we think about worship but people sing all the time and it's not worship. It's about directing your energy or your focus or your attention towards uh uh towards its 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 natural end. What we talked about it last week a little bit was like telos, like our end mm-hmm. is completely found in the Lord. And so by taking whatever kind of mundane thing might be and then just intentionally directing or moving or or focusing that energy towards God that's just a simple posture shift that happens that turns it simply into worship that's the moment it's not just singing a song it's 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 worship because you can sing you can sing all sorts of worship songs and not be worshipping um that's yeah, definitely yeah. possible it's about a matter of intentionally focusing your energy and heart towards God and so just taking each one of those things I think can be relatively helpful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Something that I'm noticing kind of repeating in our conversations in in this, uh, in this series that we're going through is, is a simple awareness Mm -hmm. of God's presence in your actions is a way to worship him. Uh, and the simple awareness of him being in every Mm -hmm. small detail and, and even in the little things like Kenna was saying, making dinner every day making food for yourself is a creative act that God has given you the ability to do uh, and that he has inscribed that gift and that, in that, in that, I don't know, that ability on your heart. Um, and instead of just consuming it, you can actually reflect it on God in the middle of, of when you're doing it and worship him in those little things, like a simple prayer before you eat and acknowledging him in the midst of that is a way to worship God for what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think that, that there's plenty of things we do every day, all day that are creative, that, that is worship to God if we allow it to be. Um, but it's just about having an, an awareness and intention in your day. Uh, and, and not just going through the motions, not just letting things pass by, not just letting life occur, right. but like uh living, intuitively into your everyday life um, and, and being present about how are you thinking? Like, mm-hmm. how are you, are, is everything just blank? Are you just filling things with noise or is your mind like on Christ? Like I, it, it reminds me of the, of the scripture of uh, uh, I, I'm paraphrasing, but, but like set your mind on things above. Uh,
0: that's not a paraphrase. I think that's right.
2: Is that exactly <laughs> right? I don't know. But <laughs> well, set your things set your um, mind on things about yeah. i think that that's worship i think that's a part of it is in the yeah. middle of all the things that you're doing uh set your mind on him and and like the other scripture of of like uh whatever's like think about things that are true and right and noble and mm. lovely excellent admirable like a lot of it is just what are we focusing our attention on right. and to pay attention to what we're thinking about in the midst of you being creative
1: yeah. I'm thinking about last night talking about, like, worship is a response to how God reveals himself to us. And so if, if we worship a creative God who created mm-hmm. all things in heaven and on earth, he created us, he created, like, each of us so uniquely. If, if worship is a response to how God reveals himself to us and God reveals himself in his creativity then we get to respond to that by kind of you said this earlier like by partaking in that aspect of god's character mm-hmm. and so by stepping into being creative we're modeling and we're living into god's character who is creative and who reveals himself to us in that and then we get to respond in our own ways of what that looks like because we can't be creative like God is created, like we can't create the earth and people. I mean, I guess there, you know, but like there's just ways that we get to respond in our humanness of what creation looks like. Um, that like is yeah. a, an image bearingness of the creativity of
2: God. That's that's so true. That's so Holly, as I'm as I'm thinking about that too. I'm thinking a lot about now that you're now that I'm thinking about your message a little bit, uh, I think that a way to worship God with our creativity is to not create things, like not to create idols. Like mm-hmm. a way to worship God with your creativity is to point it towards Him, instead of creating something for yourself, like being creative for your own success, being creative for mm-hmm. your own kingdom, being creative for for uh, for your own purposes and getting ahead of others and putting other people down and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like we can use our creativity in ways all the time that is actually worshiping something other than God. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if our creativity is being used to build God's kingdom, uh, I think that's a super practical way of, of how to, of how to worship him. Like if our creativity is being used to serve people, if our being, if our creativity is being used to like um, sacrifice and to lift others up Mm -hmm. and to solve issues of injustice in the world, like, that's all practical ways of, of doing that. But even in a smaller way, Molly, like you're making friendship bracelets uh, and you're giving them <laughs> to people for free. Like,
1: like yeah.
2: that might seem out. small, but that is a way to use your creativity to worship God and give some people a smile, like from simple receiving a friendship bracelet. Like that is God's kingdom manifest in a little tiny thing. Um, so I, I also think that, that just pointing your actions towards building the kingdom rather than your own kingdom. Right. Is, is a way to worship.
0: I was looking for a friendship bracelet emoji. It doesn't exist. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, i know oh, i can tell you are searching for something
1: <laughs>
0: i was i was very i was really hoping i could put one in the chat
1: also taylor i see you i would love to make you a bracelet let me know what colors you want girl <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyone <laughs>
1: else feel free to
0: chat if you up want molly up to make up in the comment if and- and- you want one put it in the chat molly will make you one. Oh yeah and send it to you
1: and she'll be so holy you can want... maybe not put your address on the chat. You can let me know that. In yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> totally. Yeah. With what, everything you guys are talking about, I was thinking about, we have a Kingdom Labs course called Icons. And um, it's referring to us as icons of God, as his representatives out in the world. And yeah, um, he wants to create with us, which I just think is the coolest, most mm. profound invitation right. I've ever really heard from God. To, yeah. to that He says to us, hey, create with me. Let's do this together. Mm. Let's build progress together. Let's end injustice together. Let's um, create beauty. Let's mm. do these things together that are going to make a more beautiful and equitable world that looks like the kingdom. Come on, yeah.
2: God, yeah, so good. So we good. get
3: to do that with him and we get to do it in exactly how we were uniquely created, which is that's right. why it, it sort that's of breaks right. my heart when people don't think of themselves as creative. Cause we have such a narrow definition of it, yeah. but God invites every single one of us to create with him in the way that we're uniquely equipped to do.
2: That's so
1: yeah, good. Yeah. It might take some work in discovering what that is. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Oh.
2: I think the way, I mean, I think the way that our friend Brian Steele would talk about it is, is we were in the garden, God gave us a task to team his to team his garden, like to to care for it, to uh to partake in, in building it and creating it. And then and that's the kingdom. And I think yes. that that was the original task God gave us was use your gifts, team this garden, care mm-hmm. for it, keep it. Yes. Uh and so it's like Man, that's, I just think that that's so beautiful. And especially when we think of what does, like when we go to Revelation and, and when, and when God restores all things, what he brings is a city, uh, which is a garden that has been transformed into, into an actual city, an actual kingdom. Uh, and so I just think that being creative is, is kind of one of the original things, mm-hmm. the original tasks that God gave us. Totally. Uh, it man I mean... Yeah. Multiply and subdue the earth. Like it's a creative act using specifically, like you guys were saying, what God has given us um, to, to live this new way to exist in this new way. Mm
3: -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I hope my hope with this conversation is that it empowers people to recognize God's fingerprint of creativity in them that because they are an icon of God they they are creative that every single person listening has a creative fingerprint in them and i just want to re-emphasize that and re-emphasize what molly said that it may may take work to figure that out and um i think that can be really fun too, like Mm -hmm. to just practice creativity and i think the invitation is kind of different for people who do consider themselves creative and for people Mm -hmm. who don't um all people are but for for people who do consider themselves creative and maybe like take that on. I think the invitation is to create not for um, end product sake or for um, consumption sake, but to create as an act of worship, to create in order to get in touch with God's fingerprint in you. So even if it doesn't turn out beautiful, like we were saying, we a lot of times get, you know, nervous it's not going to be or, or whatever, even if it doesn't turn out beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, to revel in the creative act. And then I think the invitation for people who don't consider themselves creative is to not be afraid to bring your gifts out of hiding, to not be afraid to explore those and to begin to ask God what it looks like to partner with him as your unique self um, to create something good and beautiful.
1: Yeah, Yeah, That's
0: That's so good. And I think my... When I was, my morning prayers this morning were all about like finding God in the, he, the, the language was the little path, like mm. the small things. Like, and we've been thinking about this a lot because right now everything does feel very confined and small. Yep. Mm. So like, I, I think it was Mother Teresa says like, do, do little things with great love. Mm. And so like the idea that Kenna, that you're saying also is, is that, that it sparked to me was it's not just about seeing that, but like, it doesn't also have to be some grand gesture. Right. You know, like right. Molly is making bracelets for everybody. She um, is our model. Small gestures. <laughs> of well, I know, but she's like also like sending them out to everyone. And like, yeah. you know, like it could, but what I'm saying is, is like, like you said, like it could just be cooking. Mm-hmm. It could really? just be like rearranging your living room. Like all totally. of that is, is, All of that is creativity that you get to, you get, so what are the, even this, the small things that you're doing that could be recognized, that you could recognize as, as you partnering with God to help reorder the world. It just could be moving your couch, but if you are actually reordering space and time and energy, like something that didn't exist now exists, like that is you living into your God-given like icon identity, which I think is helpful.
1: Someone said this before. I I can't remember if it was Josh or Kenna, that like part of creating is bringing order to chaos. And I thought that was just really profound, like kind of just a culmination of what you all have already said of like, it doesn't have to be the first thing that comes into our mind when we often think of what creativity is, but bringing order to chaos, like building routines in your life mm-hmm. can even be creating and building a new rhythm of exercise or reading or whatever it might be. Like you're creating some order for your life that may or may not have existed before. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think that, but that goes to like the, the part that you were saying, Kenna, like about how God is initially, we are icons in the image of God. Like the God's original I- idea was that we partner with him. Like right. God was taking chaos. Like, like mm-hmm. that's the original Hebrew word in Genesis one. He was taking the chaos of the waters mm-hmm. and reordering them. Yeah. re Like, like taking that and giving it form and shape and direction and, and vision. And so all we get to help do simply is us, anytime that we're doing just that simple act of reordering small spaces, big spaces, mm-hmm. systemized spaces, like, all of that is creativity. So, like, I mean, like, even just to think about it in the context of, like, um, I'll think about it in the context of my mom. She only knew, like, really harmful family dynamics. Like, really abusive family dynamics. And she wanted to stop that in us. Now, she passed on other things, you know, as parents do. But the harmful family dynamics didn't get passed on. And that took a massive mm-hmm. amount of creativity. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Because she had never seen that before. Mm-hmm. She didn't know necessarily how that was that, that functioned and operated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah. she did help reorder the way that we that we all lived and, and operated. And like I because of her creativity, I get to understand I get to take our family to another place of, of what it means.
3: It's not just
0: creating entities or things or whatever. It's like, there's other ways to be creative.
3: Yeah. It's not just creating a product necessarily. Totally. Mm -hmm. I love that charge too, to just like think about what we see God doing in Genesis, making order from chaos. And like Garrett, you mentioned the waters and then thinking, I mean, it's sort of, it almost sounds silly in its simplicity, but I love the idea of us all practicing this, like walking into our living room and thinking of God doing that with the waters and doing the same thing with our living room, like Mm. rearranging the furniture, like just to, or like you have all the ingredients out for dinner, like cutting them and like, like arranging them to just, I think that's what takes it from doing it without intention, just something we have to do, make dinner and makes it worship is to think of doing what God did to think of ourselves as icons and to tap into the creativity as he defines it and as he calls us and invites us into it, as opposed to maybe how we we see it or have thought of it defined before. Yeah. Hmm. Which brings me to we have some good questions. Are we going to
0: move to the question section? I I think so. Here's the deal. I came up with something new for us to try today. Here, you ready? Here we go. This is us transitioning into the question section. <laughs> wow, is awesome. oh, my that was so peaceful. I know <laughs> we we ended our one section, so we can move into the moment of, of peace. So the moment of peace, moment of peace. Wow, of que- like the questions of <laughs> like there's peace <laughs> in the questioning. I don't know. Oh my god.
1: We are spiritualizing
0: this question. <laughs> <mission.
3: laughs> um, mm. Well, that should make these two question askers feel really good about their question. <laughs> they're actually, they're really similar. Um, Taylor Robertson asked, in what ways have you all been creative during quarantine? And Ali Savage, who- Ali
1: is so a just legend a legend around
3: here.
0: Legend. Asked,
3: <laughs> as how has quarantine slash social distancing forced you all to be creative in ways that you haven't experienced or pursued before. So kind of similar questions. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd love to hear your answers in those. Hmm.
1: Well, as we've discussed um, frequently throughout this podcast, bracelets is one way right now. Um, I also, we have been puzzling a lot, Mm -hmm. and before this quarantine social distancing, I hated puzzles, Um, and I think it's because I was so focused on the end, and, like, everything they were talking about, I didn't celebrate, like, the actual process of the puzzle, and I was like, this takes too long, I'm bad at it, and, like, I give up. I would look at the puzzle for, like, three seconds and then walk away, because I would get frustrated. But I actually think that there's been something really cool about slowing down and just simply doing the activity for the sake of doing the activity. Um, that has been really helpful for my brain and just a cool thing to step into and and to keep busy with. So
3: that's one of the ways for me and our house over here. Puzzling is like the definition of bringing order to chaos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though. It stresses
3: me out
1: to
0: be honest. I can't do it. Puzzling
1: I know I, can't I used to do it. it, and I I it is so fun now.
2: It stresses I you out. For you. Oh, yeah. I feel a I feel a peace when I do puzzles. Peace. Yeah, it just like, like allows God. my focus to be in tune.
1: I'm like sweating. By the way, the sun that's beaming in on me is so warm. So much.
3: It is. Sorry, I just needed to share that with you all. <laughs> There's sun outside. <laughs> we puzzling for molly i love
0: okay. that for you thank you hmm. how about for you g yeah i i took on some creative projects uh that i started like during lent right before all of this but here's the problem for work right now i have been having to be massively creative like to figure out how to do mm-hmm. yep. like how to reorganize yeah. the ecclesia put all of that stuff on so like here's what i'm finding and it's it's kind of a a bummer it feels like right now is by the time i get done with the end of the day my creative energy is freaking tapped Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's such a bummer because like i was I i started outlining a book like i wanted to start another podcast that i really want to do all these things but like I just have... By the time I get done and I put the kids to bed at seven, it takes everything inside of me to open a book. Yeah. You know? I was thinking
1: about that, though, that, like, all the work that we're doing that we did and are still doing to change and adapt Ecclesia
0: feels like it's been really creative. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So it's, like, right now, like, having it's it's hard because it feels like it's inside a vein of things that I typically already do. But anyway, it's just, it's been, that's where a lot of my creative energy has been going. So that's been, Mm -hmm. I feel annoyed by it, but at the same time, I'm like, it's cool. Like we get to do these fun things and there's other things, just like kind of my own personal creative projects that I had started doing during Lent. Just, I haven't been able to take up. So I feel Mm -hmm. bummed about it. But
3: You should feel encouraged though too, because like, like what Josh was saying, if creativity if, if mimicking God in creativity is means to create something good and like kingdom building, that's what you spend your day doing.
0: That is true. This is very true. Right now, well, at least I hope it is. The five people on the Facebook can can indicate whether that's
3: true or not. How about you, Josh?
2: Yeah, I think mine is also mainly work related and I feel like Ecclesi required for sure some creativity, but I think also my, my job were at North Bay Christ King with overseeing kids place. The kids ministry is also taking a lot of energy trying to innovate. And how do you do ministry when people can't be together and how do you reach families and how to connect families? So I would say the ways that I've forced to innovate and, and be creative and think has been mainly work related. Uh, but I've also felt encouraged by that. Like you were saying, Kenneth, like I feel like even though I am, I, I, I feel similar to Garrett at the end of a workday, uh, I do feel encouraged to like look back at like three weeks and to think of how much we pivoted and how much has changed and how much innovation occurred to like literally just change everything on a dime, uh, yeah. which encourages me to feel like, oh, if we can do that, then like, we can do anything, yeah. We are creative. We can do right. this. We can figure it out. Like, uh, And it makes me feel more innovative than maybe I would have believed I was previously, right. uh, which was cool. I would just say personally, I think I'm in free time. I think I've been trying to be creative of how I spend it. Uh, so like just doing things that are purposeful and intentional, less of just, I think that my default want is to just kind of check out. But I think my intention is to try to be purposeful with that time and and intentional for what is actually beneficial and good and and allows me to uh, participate in things I want to participate in.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I love the way that um, Allie worded the question that she said, like, how has it forced you to be creative in ways you haven't pursued before? Because that is sort of exactly how it's felt for me. What comes to mind in the way that I've been being creative is to be creative relationally. And it's not that I couldn't have done it before, which is, is kind of a gift in all this, but it's a way that I am now pursuing that I hadn't necessarily pursued before. Um, Like I am, I was realizing the other day, I'm pretty close with my grandma. She lives about an hour South. And um, I've seen her more actually during quarantine than not during quarantine because it's been sort of fun to be creative about it, like to teach her how to FaceTime. And like I drove down and I sat on one side of the deck and she sat inside with her door open and we chatted from across the deck. And she like right. threw at me and like, I, you know, just different things. Like my fiance, Donna and I have been walking further than ever before. Cause we're walking to friends' houses just to like, so we're having relational time together as we walk. And then we can knock on a friend's door, run back and like wave to them and chat for a second. And like, it's just been, it's been fun to flex that creative muscle of like being relationally creative and to not let relationships sort of go stagnant or um, feel distant, but to actually pursue them in new ways that it's just been fun.
1: That's awesome. I
3: love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually think that's kind of a cool, like way to end the conversation is to think, to encourage people um, to think of ways that they can pursue creativity. I just love that word that I'll use, to pursue creativity, um, because that is where it is. And it takes us deciding to do that and to think of it that way and to remember that we are icons and to remember that we're icons of a creative God who is giving us a constant invitation to create with him. Um, So I just encourage you all in that. And thanks for joining us live. For those of you that are live with us, I love this new little album. (laughs) Um, And then for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, thanks for tuning in. Um, Don't forget to tune into Ecclesia also on Wednesday nights. And um, we're putting out a lot of content, a lot of podcasts and all of that. So just keep up with us on social to um to get those notifications we'll catch you next week
0: bye bye please <laughs>